wonderful. Um, this is my husband, Nathan, if you haven't met him before. Hi. And um, it is our joy and privilege to serve with Pastor Chris and Pastor Vicky and oversee this Sunday service. And uh, so we, we thought we'd take advantage of our position and um, create surprise. <laughs> a bit of a surprise, a bit of a celebratory moment because who thinks 25 years of ministry is extraordinary and worth <laughs> celebrating? Yes, I'm glad you agree. This is the first time they've smiled at me all morning. I think they're a bit nervous. So they don't know what we've got planned. We said we've got some things planned. We're not going to tell you, but we will give you some time to talk and respond. And wait till you see who pops out of that box. (laughs) (laughs) Not quite. Not quite. Wonderful. Pardon? Do we want the bit of paper? Oh, yes. Um, If I could have the the pulpit and uh, the run sheet, that would be fantastic. Thank you. don't know why I took that off, but thank you so much. For 25 years, Pastor Chris and Vicky have answered the call to God on their lives and they haven't wavered one single moment. I'm sure there have been an abundance of challenging times that we have never seen Um, and things we hope we never have to experience that they experience on our behalf. And so this morning we want to take the time to honour them and honour the people who have been by their side since the very beginning, since they took over this church and began pastoring. So as a tribute to start with, we are going to... Uh, what well, Nathan has put together a bit of a, a slideshow, a bit of a video, paying homage, paying homage <laughs> to the last 25 years. So to kick off this morning, yeah, we're it's, do a, that. it's a collection of photos and a couple of shorter clips. Beautiful. Uh, don't worry, not much audio in that. Um, <laughs> but just just a collection of uh, <laughs> that's the sound guy <laughs> having a joke with me. Uh, collection of photos, um, mainly centred around Chris and Vicky, but I do apologise to uh, Ben and Kirsty. Uh, <laughs> naturally, as part of the family, you deserve some acknowledgement, so you're in there as well. And there's a few other, few, uh, other of the um, uh, church members scattered through there as well. Beautiful. So we, we might might roll that ro- to roll start that, that and we'll be back in a couple of minutes. Okay.
So a couple of things about that. Uh, a few varied hairstyles over the years. A few varied hairstyles. Uh, consistency in the shirts and jackets for Pastor Chris. <laughs> Always on trend. And uh, we have joked a lot in the past months when we have been dealing with COVID disruptions that we might have to bring out the congas again. <laughs> and George's like, no, 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 I sold them. That's it. That ship sailed. <laughs> We are Wonderful not going memories. back to the days of the pastor being the, the percussion no, section. No, no, <laughs> that's a lot of pressure. As I said, as you can see in the video, there are so many faces that started with Chris and Vicky and Ben and Kirsty and who are still here today. And we want to just take a moment to honour you. We want to honour the Wood family. Why don't you stand? The Hooper family, Ben and Kirsty, of course. And Marilla and Jane, thank you so much. You can take a seat. And um, I'm just going to invite uh, Jane and Jordan. They're going to uh, say a few honouring words to you this morning. So Jane and Jordan, why don't you come up now? Hello everyone. This could be the last time I get to share, <laughs> but I figured after all these years, the truth about our pastors needs to come out. <laughs> so I've known these guys for more than 25 years before they became pastors. And I was at a time that I'd just returned from Malaysia and was struggling to find my way back here in Adelaide. And I wasn't really sure what was going on with the church. There were some things I liked, some things I didn't. But then one Sunday I heard Pastor Chris share and my spirit, which hadn't done it for a while, just leaked a little bit. And I thought, oh, I like what he's sharing. I like the spirit behind what he's sharing. And I thought, this man is speaking from God. And so I kept my eye on him and Vicky for the next few weeks as things crumbled, as things happened. I heard Pastor Chris pray one time at one of these, sorry God, one of these ungodly prayer meetings that started at six in the morning. <laughs> and my spirit again quickened and it's like, Jane, they're going to be your pastors. I said, do they know that? <laughs> no, and I think they struggled with that idea, but I just kept that quiet in my spirit and thinking, God, if... Chris and Vicky are going to be the pastors of their church, then I'm willing to stay. Because not only did I like what was coming out of them, I liked the team that they were building behind them. And that's the people that are still here today. And I thought, I thought about what was going to happen and I thought, okay, Chris and Vicky eventually said yes. Took a while for God to convince them. But they did... And 25 years later, I'm still here. So I think that must mean something. That I wouldn't still be here following a couple if I didn't believe God was in charge of their lives and in charge of this church. And as they took control, they created a place where just me personally, and I'm sure I'm speaking from behalf of everyone else, felt I belonged, felt I was accepted felt I could grow in this church and become involved in this church. So I just praise God that I did stay 
and praise God for the team that he built around them that are still here today. And there was a saying a few years ago, I don't know if it's still a saying today, that if Chris or Vicky follow you to your car, you're in big trouble. (laughs) And I thought, after I'd shared one Sunday, Chris, I said goodbye to Chris and Vicky and Chris said, Jane, I'm going to follow you to the car. (laughs) I thought, okay, what did I say? Who did I offend? What did I do? As Chris is walking me to the car and thinking, time to say goodbye, Chris. <laughs> and he just, and all he did was just say, thank you, Jane. That's all he said, thank you for what you shared and walked away. And I thought, Phew. <laughs> But I just thought, you know, they're all about appreciating you and showing that and encouraging you. Not that I haven't been rebuked or corrected. That has happened but more times they're there and through that rebuke and correction, it's always been with encouragement. And, you know, I've just appreciated them so much over the years. And I'm just going to finish by sharing a couple of verses from Proverbs. And I don't know if you remember when we came out of um, lockdown and the church started up again, Chris and Vicky took off, um, long servicely, not... Um, But they wanted me to share a prophecy that I'd got. Um, And part of that finished with, listen to the leaders of this church. I'm going to read a couple of verses from Proverbs now. Because unfortunately I left my Bible at home. So I'm hoping they'll come up on the screen. From, From Proverbs chapter 20 in the first, no, chapter 19, verse 20. And it says, get all the advice and instruction you can so you will be wise and the, for the test for the rest of your life. I'll just read that again. Can you just go back, sorry, Ashley? Get all the advice and instruction you can so you will be wise for the rest of your life. And this next verse gives a little bit of a warning. If you stop listening to instruction, my child, you will turn your back on the knowledge you have gained. And I sort of asked God, I said, well, okay, you said listen. Sometimes I ask the question, why? You know, they're they're human beings. Why should I listen to them? And then my spirit quickened again and it said, because I am speaking through them. I am speaking through the team that they set up. So if you listen to them, You're listening to me. So again, I encourage you, listen to our leaders. Thank you, Jane. I really didn't want to have to follow Jane, but I think... (laughs) Look, it's not going to be anywhere near as, like, holy and polished, and so, first of all, just apologies. But I think, for me, some of of the, the greatest memories I have is... It's about the fun that we've had. Like, Hawaii in a semi-dodgy hotel, just kind of watching the reality show of life play out on the streets of all sorts of people working and police. And, like, it was, it was, just, it was just such an amazing time just bonding together, I think. It wasn't... Like, yes, we were there and there was a beautiful church conference and we had, you know, a great time there. But for me, what I remember most 
was sitting on that balcony, people watching with you and just getting to know you as people. To me, that was so special and so, like, it's just, like, as much as we're like, oh, they're the leaders, they're the pastors, which is true, they're also people. And I think that's, that's the incredible thing. Yes, they've been pastoring this church for 25 years, but who they are, their integrity, their character, that still holds up. And to me, that's what's so incredible about them. And, you know, the fact that, you know, we joke about Chris playing congas or when Vicky used to worship lead and it's, you know, hopefully we don't have to go back to those days. Ha, ha, ha. Like, <laughs> it's, it's not happening, guys, sorry. But, but, but I think it shows also who they are as leaders, that they, they stepped in, they filled the gap when they had to, but then they've raised and they've empowered a generation to step into those gaps and do that in their place. It's not just them running a church anymore and doing absolutely everything, doing all of the setup, all of the pack down, all of, you know, Chris on the sound desk, Vicky singing, Vicky out and kids, like used to do everything. But now what they've done is they've empowered the people beneath them. They've empowered us to actually go and do the work. They've, you know, <laughs> they're very generous and merciful, you know, giving, you know, Chris always likes to tell the story about how uncoordinated I was and complete lack of rhythm and, you know, coming from the percussionist, maybe that's true. Um, but, <laughs> um, but like, you know, I think back to when you empowered me to lead this worship team some time ago, um, and I was just like a fresh-faced 21-year-old kid who didn't really know what I was doing and you... But your belief in me, your faith and your leadership is what helped guide me through and what makes me still here today. So I just want to say thank you so much for constantly giving people opportunities, believing in people. That's what makes you such incredible leaders. Thank you, guys. So true. Thank you so much, Shane and George. Well, Pastor Chris and Vicky, can we invite you up on the stage now? We have a few gifts to honour you with and then we'll let you, then we'll let you have a chat. Vicky said to me, as long as I get five minutes, I have some things to say and you will. In a moment, we're going to formally take up our love offering. But first, we just want to honour you with a few, few small gifts and, you know, it's it's just a representation of how we feel about you and what you do for us and the love you bestow upon us. So we have a little something for each of you. It's a little treat, a favourite of each of their things and a lovely card. And we want to say thank you with these beautiful flowers. And the kids have even done you a very special card to say thank you. Isn't that gorgeous? Let's give them a round of applause. Well done, kids. That's beautiful. It's beautiful. Thank you so much. No, no, love offering. No. Oh, yeah. love offering. Yeah. <laughs> That's next. And then we let them talk. And then yes. we let them talk. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, so, we want to say thank you in another way, and that's through uh, financial blessing. Uh, the Bible says that uh, leaders are worthy of double honour and those who 
and these are two who lead extremely well. And so we want to honour them above uh, what what they get through church as uh, officially as part-time employees, but we want to really bless them above and beyond. They've got holidays coming up, and, and we want to say uh, a big thank you for 25 years. And so uh, what... We've got envelopes on your seat. Um, if you weren't, ha, didn't come prepared, there's details, the uh, bank details on there. If you want to give uh, with cash, you can put it in there uh, and uh, just mark it as love offering and put it in the basket on the way out of the service. And that will make sure that goes all, all of that funds goes directly to Chris and Fiki as a special thank you gift. Uh, you can also give um, and just mark love offering uh, in the Tithely app, or if you're uh, giving, if you give regularly and uh, doing it online, you can just mark love offering online as well. And you may want, still want to put uh, envelope or card in the basket at the end of the service. But this is our way of, as well as uh, flowers, you know, beautiful, they'll last a certain period of time. But we want to uh, give them a blessing that lasts much, much further beyond that and just a, a little acknowledgement of the thanks for their contribution, their blessing to our lives individually and as families represented here this morning. Thank you. Well, why don't we take your things for you and we'll let you have a few minutes. Yes, would you like this one? Okay. What have we got? 20 minutes? <laughs> no, Joe. <laughs> uh, after you. Look, I just... I want to say thank you, first of all, for all the beautiful things that people have said today. And um, The flowers will last longer than the chocolates. Maybe. Maybe not. One of the things, though, that I think we've said before is that everything that we remember in life, when you look back through all your photos, your photo album, your your memories, it's the things that you've done with, with others that count. It's not things that you do by yourself. It's others that make life fun. It's others that bring the joy. It's others that are there to comfort you in times when things are difficult. And do you know what? We could never, ever have done this journey without so many of you. And many of you have joined along the way. And as we saw, some of you have been here from the very beginning. And of course, an awful lot of you are not here in person today, many of you are in line, uh, online I should say, not in line, you might be very, in line. Very rarely <laughs> in line. <laughs> I don't know what you're in line for, but <laughs> I can think of something. we we'll walk to the car, yeah, that's what it is. Um, but we just want to acknowledge all of you for doing this wonderful journey with us because we cannot do anything without all of you and as has been expressed, there are so many of you that do so many things and we are just so, so grateful for that time to be able to serve you guys, to be able to do life with you guys, to be able to have friendships and fun, times together means everything to us. This is a large portion of our life yes. and, and a large portion of, of a lot of your lives and it's been such an honour to do it with all of you. It has been. In fact... Speaking of, of jobs, I've realised that this is actually the longest I've had a job. Even though my mother, who's 90, is still waiting for me to get a real job. Um, I was a, uh, a research scientist for 20 years before this. 
And so 25 years eclipses that and makes this the longest, longest yep. uh, position I've ever held. Yep. Um, yeah. And I must say, it is the most rewarding. Just to clear up a few of those stories, uh, um, walking people to the car sounds a bit creepy. Um, well, really all it was was to give them a moment of privacy so that I could speak to them about something important. I wasn't actually um, stalking anybody out to their car. Um, and uh, although Jordan mentions with, with fondness my uh, time on the congas as the percussion section of the band, uh, he doesn't mention the fact that my, my now son-in-law, when he first walked into the church at age 13, came up to me after the service and said, uh, have you actually had any training with the congas? And I said, no. And he said, I thought so, and walked off. <coughs> that was the last day I ever played congas. Oh, dear. Um, but the, the journey that we've been on has actually been quite long. I mean, we actually got saved in this church when it was called something different and before we were, obviously, before we were pastors. Um, and uh, so by some coincidence, uh, uh, some visitors have turned up this morning who have actually been saved in this church longer than we have. Uh, so I'm quite keen to speak to them after the service and, and uh, recount old times. But I, I got saved and grew up in church in a time, I think, more than today where we often live by a set of uh, aphorisms or sayings. And the one I, I remember, the one I grew up with, was that Christians aren't perfect, uh, we're, we're just forgiven. And that was something that you know, was a great actually, ev evangelistic tool because the, the whole idea that you needed to be perfect to, to have a relationship with Jesus was, was quite good to get out of people's heads. But I guess the one thing I, I've learned in 25 years, and hopefully that I've taught in 25 years, is that we can't stay stuck on what we learned when we were saved. And that I have, in those 25 years, graduated from the idea that we don't have to be perfect because we're forgiven, which is, who, know, that, who feels that's fairly safe? That makes you feel good, makes you feel safe. You don't have to be perfect, and you can probably also get away with a bit of sin as well, because God will forgive us. And what I've learned in my Christian walk is that Christianity is actually not meant to be a safe faith. It's actually meant to be a place of risk where we take risks. And I actually learned that the idea that we're not perfect but we're forgiven isn't just the end of the story. We are forgiven for a reason. We are forgiven so that we can experience the love of Almighty God. And unless we actually take that extra step, we get stuck on just being forgiven. And we also get stuck on just forgiving other people. We forgive them their sins. We, forgive, we know that God asks us to forgive their bad behavior, their hatred towards us, all sorts of different things that we can come up with. But unless we actually take that step and recognize that we've been forgiven so that we can experience God's love, we will never get to that point where we forgive people enough so that we love them. And I guess that's... That's the only thing I, I can really say that God's taught me in the years that I've been a pastor um, that's actually made a difference. Um, I got accused of thinking too much. I had prophecies over me saying, God just, says, God just wants to tell you you think too much, which was a really frustrating prophecy to have because none of them actually said what I had to do instead of thinking too much. But 
I recognised that no matter what my skill was at preaching, whether people, thank you Jane, thought I was skilled or not, um, whatever my administrative skills, my drumming skills, whatever else it was, the thing that God has taught me and that I have held on to in these 25 years is that I'm here not just to forgive people, but to love people. And the great thing about the 25 years is that you people have actually made it very easy to love people. And I think, I'm speaking for Vicky as well, in that we couldn't have done the 25 years without your love. We appreciate your love for us, and we just want to let you know that we do love you all. So thank you very much from the bottom of our hearts. Yes, thank you. Why don't we reach out our hands now and, and pray for Pastor Chris and Pastor Vicky for however long they have been ministering and however long they have left. <laughs> thank you, Lord. Why don't you reach out your hands thank to you, them? Jesus. Let's join together. God, we thank you. We thank you for this incredibly faithful couple. Yes. And even more, we thank you for being an incredibly faithful God. Lord, we thank you for the incredible sacrifice their love, their commitment, their longevity, which yes, is Lord. just mind-blowing. We thank you for their family who have journeyed with them and made all thank sorts you, of sacrifices themselves over the years. Lord, we thank you for the families that have stood by them from the very start, from the, from the time they took over this church and moved into this building. Yes, Lord. Lord, we thank you. We thank you, Lord for the work that you have done in their lives and how they love us and encourage us week in, week out. We honour them this morning, God. And in doing so, we know we honour you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that they have shown us how to love, how to encourage, how to give, how to be generous. Lord, thank you that they have shown us how to work through the hurdles in our lives, how to reach out to the ones we love around us. Thank you, Lord, for the incredible foundation they have laid in this place. Thank you, Lord, that it is just the start, that generation upon generation upon generation will stand strong in this church because of the sacrifice that they have made, Lord. And today we honour them and we give you glory and we thank you, Lord, for their faithfulness. Lord, that when the day that you tell them that it is time to hand over the reins, Lord, there will be a moment of thank you. Well done, good and faithful servants. Yes. It is never the end till the day we pass into eternity, God. You have plans for us. We are all ministers and we thank you, Lord, that these two have made it their life's mission and their life's purpose. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 We have another little surprise. Is that okay? Is that all right? Yeah? We have another. Why don't you come and step down in between the table and the balloons? We have a little surprise for you. Thank you all for keeping this a surprise from Pastor Chris and Pastor Vicky. This beautiful cake. And I'm going to say three, two, one.
happy and then we're all going to scream happy anniversary and then they can cut the cake. Are we ready? Are we ready? Okay. Three, two, one. Happy anniversary. Woo! <laughs> That's all right. We got the photo. We got the photo. Beautiful. Beautiful. Wonderful. <laughs> the kids are like, yes! Morning tea. We really do hope you can come across the road with us now and share your beautiful memories with Pastor Chris and Pastor Vicky and eat some cake. And uh, if you do need prayer for anything at all, there'll be someone here after the service. And if you've made a decision to follow Jesus this morning, please come talk to those people who can pray for you or I'd love to pray with you too. Remember, it's dinner party week. To, to grab those gifts for the women's shelter. And if you want to partake in that love offering, you can do that today. You can do that in the coming week online. Um, yep. And I hope the gra granddaughter's very excited about the cake. <laughs> very excited. Yes. Elliot, you, my son said, can we have cake? I'm like, yes, cake for lunch. <laughs> Gimme wants that cake gone. <laughs> A big thank you, a big thank you to the team um, who have helped make this morning really special, uh, notably uh, Liz and Ash and, and Georgia who've been a huge help, so thank you. Yeah. Do you have something you want to say? Yeah, can we just all together stand to our feet and give Chris and Vicky a huge, biggest round of applause ever as a <laughs> appreciation. much for joining us for celebrating with us and honoring pastor chris and pastor vicky and this morning as well. and online yeah. as well thank you for joining we'll us we'll see you across the road